Welcome to another episode of the Chill by Net podcast. This podcast is created for those who are passionate about their personal development, health, and well-being. This is a platform for you to come chill by my personal stories and weekly tips in becoming a better version of ourselves and to live a better present. But first, let's chill. My name is Jeanette. Welcome back. Today, let's explore the topic of grieving. So if you were to ask me, when is my most painful moment in my life so far? I can say that without a doubt, it was during my first breakup when I was 16. And it was painful because it was a sense of loss. You know, it was my first relationship and it was a one and a half years relationship, which was a pretty long duration at that point, given that, you know, I've only lived for 16 years. So I think... 1.5 years back then definitely seemed really long. So I think that was the first time I actually experienced the emotion of grief. And I think I experienced it to a fairly large extent given that I'm also a highly sensitive person. So I tend to process emotion a bit more than, you know, the average person, right? And if you would ask me to describe this emotion of grief, I think it's honestly filled with a lot of emptiness. And there's a lot of hopelessness as well, I would say. So I think at a point in time, it was probably a feeling where I'm just feeling completely unmotivated to do anything at all. You know, I also didn't want to go to school. I remembered that my helper had to help me to wear my uniform because even putting on my uniform was too much for me. I did not want to wake up to, you know, just carry out my daily responsibilities. I wasn't motivated to do anything, right? So I think when we broke up, it was in the first few months of my junior college, the start of my junior college, when I was still trying to settle in. So it was really a really tough time for me, given that I had to assimilate into a new environment. I think with all kinds of new environment, new phase of life, there is this energy that you need to have you know in order to get to know people make friends get used to the new curriculum and just the new phase of life in general right so all of that hasn't barely took place for me and i remember that i had to deal with the breakup i wouldn't go into details as to how did that breakup happened but i think the point of sharing this story is to kind of describe the emotion of grief right and to some extent i also resented everyone and i hated everyone right including myself and i think partly why i resented myself so much was because i blamed myself for everything and i held a lot of responsibility i told myself that you know it was because of me that the breakup happened it was something that i tried really hard to reverse but i couldn't right i just couldn't no matter how hard i tried to reverse that process I was also in a denial state where I couldn't accept everything that has happened, right? And to the extent that I would just burst into tears for no obvious reason at random times of the day. And I remembered myself crying during one of my lectures. And I think it was a general paper lecture. And I remember how I was told by my lecturer to get out of the lecture hall because I was being a distraction to everyone else. So I think I can say that, you know, to describe this emotion of grief, I think it just felt like as though nothing else mattered in this world. 
and the fact that you know he was just not there anymore just made me unmotivated to do anything in my life. And I think partly it was also the fact that I was really assimilating to a new environment. I was getting used to a new phase of my life. And I think there was too many uncertainty, too many changes at one given point in time that made it really difficult for me to accept as well. right? And I just felt that I didn't have the emotional capacity and maturity to deal with all these changes that was happening to me all at once. So. I can safely say that I almost went into depression back then when I was 16. And you know how with any type of loss, especially losing something or someone that we really care about, and when that loss is somewhat irreversible, it feels like a part of us is missing and we are just not the same person anymore, right? Without the thing that we used to have and the thing that used to be part of us. Yeah, so that was my experience. And as far as I could recall, it was the first time that I felt such intense grief in my life. And today, I just want to talk a bit more about grief and the concept of grief and bring attention to this concept. So grief is an emotional response to loss, loss of something important to us. So biological speaking, grief is an homeostatic process. You know, a journey that our mind, our brain, and our body need to engage in to best recover from the trauma of a loss. You know, be it a loss of someone close to us, loss of job, loss of safety, or even financial stability, right? I think what determines the severity of the grieving and the intensity of the emotion felt is partly our biological makeup, right? As I mentioned, I'm quite a sensitive person who process emotions a lot more than probably the average person. But apart from that biological makeup, I think it's also our maturity and ability to be aware of the experience, right? Back then, I really did not have the maturity. I was just 16, right? I wasn't aware of what was going on within me and I wasn't aware of the things that I could do, which probably made that whole entire process of getting over someone really longer. So grief is not just an emotion, but also a process, a necessary process when we experience a type of loss, right? And it's not a one-size-fits-all kind of process. You know, in fact, it is a uniquely individual process that often feels really difficult to capture in words. You know, what grief might seem to me might not be what it seems for you. So I think when it comes to grief, there's no normal or typical way to do it, right? Despite what some people believe, I think in my opinion, I think there's no normal time period allocated for grief. I mean, in my psychology textbook, there are a few defined stages for grief. It comes in five stages, you know, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. You know, these are the five stages that is described. but. I also don't think that, you know, the stages look the same from person to person or people actually experience the stages in, you know, a linear way. For instance, people may feel anger first and then they go to denial or they may just straight away go into depression without experiencing anger or the denial stage. So I think the point is, you know, there's no one right way to describe the emotion of grief even though there is an outline of the different stages 
I think the process of grieving just looks different to different people. For me, I think it took four or five years yeah, to eventually accept the fact that you know, he's gone in my life. And I was yeah, just really young back then. And it was something that really, really affected me. And as I said, it really affected me so bad that it impacted my day-to-day functioning for a prolonged period of time. I didn't want to wake up for school as well back then. And there was a lot of self-criticism that was going on in my head back then. And it was just so difficult to cope. And at a point in time, I didn't have any awareness of what was mental health. I didn't know that my mental health was in such a terrible state. So a lot of self-criticism at a point in time, and I felt that the grief can be worse, right? When you have all these self-talk back then, you know, self-talk like, you shouldn't have done that, you know, it all happened because of me. And, you know, it's not that he doesn't love me anymore, but it's because of my inadequacy and I could have done better and it's all my fault. Of course, I can't say for sure, but I really feel that, you know, our ability to be aware of our experiences does play a part in how we handle the grieving process. So on this note, I just want to say that mindfulness is really applicable here, right? Because when we are experiencing the emotion of grief, instead of telling ourselves that, hey, we can't feel this way or that way, I think it's about acknowledging the pain and face the pain instead of running away from it. It usually takes a lot more energy to avoid grief than to let ourselves experience it. So acceptance is really key when it comes to grieving. But then of course, acceptance is also the hardest part, right? So at least for me, it is really hard to accept, right? Despite what people around us say, you know, eventually you will accept it, you know, all you have to do is accept it and all of that, right? So I want to introduce this thing called loving kindness. I think this is an especially helpful technique for people who struggle to find acceptance or people who are more self-critical of their progress. So I think this loving kindness is about creating your own affirmation or rather your own mantra to recite to yourself, which can help you to move forward. I find this reciting of affirmations pretty helpful when we are experiencing really difficult emotions like grief. And I can't tell you what is the exact mantra or affirmation, but I think everyone struggles with different issues, right? But the affirmation you give to yourself has to be related to the struggle or that certain issue that you are facing with. So for me back then, I think the affirmation that was really relevant and helpful to me was that I started telling myself that it was not my fault and I'm not 100% accountable for the outcome. I can release myself and set myself free from all the burden that I hold and I am worthy and I am deserving of love no matter what. So what I'll do is I'll repeat these statements throughout my day to help me cope with my emotions at a point in time. So we can repeat these statements or rather affirmations throughout our day to help us cope with the emotions of grief, right? So we can let our mind rest in these phrases that we tell ourselves, right? The key here is we can be aware of the phrases either with our breath or we can just focus our attention to reciting of those phrases, right? The key is to let our mind rest 
when we are saying all these affirmations. And the feelings will come and they will go. And each time they come, you know, it's about reciting these affirmations again and again to help us process the difficult emotions. And this leads me to point number two, right? Processing of the emotion is really important, right? If you're going through a really tough time right now, I think don't be afraid to express your feelings, right? Regardless of your gender, your age, your background, expressing our feelings is so important. And of course, the key is to express these feelings in a way that is helpful. So I think I did not have a problem with expressing my feelings back then. You know, I could actually tell people that I'm feeling really devastated. I'm feeling a lot of pain, a lot of regret, that kind of thing. So I didn't have a problem expressing my feelings, but I had a problem with coping. So I think what I did back then to cope wasn't really the most helpful thing, right? I would indulge a lot. I cope with my emotions through binge eating. So yeah, to some extent, I would take a lot of unhealthy food, snacks in large amount. So I think, you know, expressing our feelings is different from coping. I think we can be really good at expressing our feelings, but, you know, be very terrible at coping with it. So I think helpful coping strategies include journaling, right? Or talking about the experience to a safe space that you can trust. And probably, you know, exercising, eating well is so important as well. And these are more helpful ways to process grief instead of, you know, allowing the feelings to stay stuck. And I was just, you know, either trying to cope with it myself through unhealthy coping mechanisms or I was just trying to reach out to my friends who probably are not emotionally mature back then as well to really understand the emotions that I was going through, right? I think some of them haven't been through a relationship and you know, they just might not comprehend or know this emotion of grief, right? And at a point in time, I also did not know what was this that I was feeling. I wouldn't call it grief because, you know, this word grieving wasn't in my dictionary. I think all I needed at a point in time is just someone who can listen to my story and just let me tell my story, right? Without giving me any advice or, you know, things like, oh, you will get over it. You know, it's just a relationship. We can find someone better. I think those were the things that I did not need to hear. I just need that space for me to share my story. But at a point in time, this was everything that I hear, right? I mean, intentions are definitely good. You know, my friends were all trying to, you know, make sense of what I was going through. And I think the best thing that you can do to someone that is going through all of that grief is really to just sit there and just listen to them you know listen to them pour their stories you know i think all they really need is compassion and empathy at a point in time right because people really want to tell their story and they need to tell that story for a few times right it's part of the entire process of getting over something but i think that is also precisely the hardest hardest things to do as a listener because as humans, when we see our friends in pain, I think the first instinct that comes to us is, I want to fix this for this person, right? Because I know that it feels so bad for this person. So we will tell that person, hey, maybe you should go for a walk. Hey, maybe you should, you know, do this and do that. And 
and and all of that. So I think very few people can actually just sit there and allow the other person to pour out their story without really giving advice, right? But just be there and demonstrate a lot of empathy. And so I think it's so important to reach out to someone that you can trust and tell your stories to. And I think it's about doing that and also finding sufficient time to be with ourselves. And if I could go back to my younger self, I really want her to eat well, exercise well, don't neglect her studies, right? As much as it's really hard, but yeah, practice self-care for herself and do whatever that will make her feel better, but also take care of herself and her body at a point in time. And lastly, on this topic of grief, I just want to say that time may not heal all wounds, but time is needed to process the wound and the pain and the grieving process. It's about allowing ourselves the time to think about the person that we have lost, think about the thing that we have lost. It can be both the good times and the bad times. It's okay to think about the source of pain, right? And... I think this is really the most essential part of the grieving process. And to end off the episode, I just want to share this quote with you. It's by Elizabeth Kluber Ross. It says that the reality is that you will grieve forever. You will not get over the loss of a loved one. You will learn to live with it. You will heal and you will rebuild yourself around the loss that you have suffered. You will be whole again but you will never be the same, nor should you be the same, nor would you want to. Thanks for chilling in. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe. You can also connect with me on Instagram at chillbynet or my website chillbynet.com to join the conversation and assess our show notes. Have a great day and we'll chill again very soon.